Coming up this week, a local police chief becomes Disneyland's top security official. Two new stores are announced for downtown Disney. And we'll announce the winner of the recent Southwest Disney promotion. Plus later, Tony hits some late night eats. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 623, for the week of October 30th, 2016. The Diz Plug Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. This is Halloween. I'm this is Halloween. Pumpkins <laughs> scream in the dead of night. <laughs> That's Ooh, a scary somebody, song, though. Somebody <laughs> up Michael's Geritol. Right. Oh, wow. Spike. Wow. Ouch. Oh, man. And Tony Spatel. I can't talk that. Hello. Yeah, no. <laughs> And we're hanging up on Nancy. All right. And happy um, birthday, Carol. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, Carol. Happy Halloween, ask, everyone. I'll try to get her to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another listener. Ding. Yeah. Uh, so what? what is everybody going to be for Halloween? I am dressed up like Dia de los Muertos nice. with my little cool, cool, cool. Corona de Flowers and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm going to dress up as the registered trademark for Disney next to her as she's the day with her. It's not a trademark, Disney. I'm going to try. But it could be. <laughs> you guys haven't heard about what's happening at Christmas, have you? His internet's wacky tonight. Um, I think didn't, did they, there was there was a story about that, wasn't there? At one point, that I, the, they were going to try it, to trademark the, that. They were trying to trademark something. I remember. Yeah, those Marcos? Yeah, it was like the word I, magic. I mean, it was really whatever it was. Right. Yeah, it was the. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. What? what uh, how, how about your girls, Nancy? What are they? Do they have exciting Halloween costumes? They, one of them, well, was going to be a Pokemon trainer, but her costume never arrived. So now she is Oops. going to be some sort of miscellaneous Pokemon that G looks kind of awfully like a gremlin. Um, <laughs> because that's the costume we had to get. And, uh, the other one is going to be a Vaporeon, which is a another kind of, po- a what? A Vaporeon. It's another kind of Pokemon. Pokemon. It is okay. the water evolution mm. of Eevee. Let uh, me see if I got that right. Okay. Oh, we will trust you on that. I, on the other hand, I, on the other hand, am dressing like a puppy chew toy because that is what I have been all day because we have a new puppy. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like that, that, um, YouTube video that's going around now about the guy that dressed Gumby. up as, as his puppy's favorite. Oh yeah. Chew Gumby. Toy. Gumby. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I just got done carving a pumpkin like about five minutes before we started uh, getting ready for the show. So. Very yeah. Cool. Hello okay. to our 
Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. What are you what are you dressed up as tonight for our special Halloween episode? Um, if you want to listen live and chat with with other folks that are listening live, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, every Sunday, starting at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 10 p.m. Eastern, right, Tony? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. T- Tony's traveling. It's Halloween. Maybe something yeah. happened. He's the first to it go. You know how it happens in those films, <laughs> one by one. That's, that's what... That's what that's we're gonna what drop happens. off. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when we have a full room. <laughs> Tony, yeah, Tony's driving through a tunnel. Um, of course, check catch the, the rest tunnel of the, to your front door. Yes, yeah. <laughs> to my yes, he's a, he'll be out on my lawn. <laughs> um, and don't forget about the rest of our dream our Dis Unplugged family of podcasts, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show every Monday, the Orlando Show every Tuesday morning, live at ten a.m. Pacific, uh, the Universal Edition live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, and Diz Pop every Friday-ish. There's been some great um, Halloween episodes, so catch up on those. And then, of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, The Daily Fix, your quick look at the day's Disney news. Um, let's see if we can rig back to... Oh, and, and of course, now all of you binge listeners connecting with Walt, all the mm-hmm. whole month is there for you there to you go. download from iTunes. Excellent. Um, there we go. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do I have in housekeeping? That was on my list. Thank oh, you, Michael. Thank you. Good. I can mark that off. <laughs> Happy birthday, Carol. That was on my thank list. You. Mark that off. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I don't actually have much on other than the Southwest Disney announcement, which I'll do. In, well, Nelly, should we do it now? Sure. Or do you want to do what? What <laughs> do you want so to do? Much, it? There's people so much do, of a delay, and people oh do at the end gonna... and um, keep it. You know, right? Yeah, make them make them wait. Suspense. Make them wait. If you have not registered for the Southwest Dis Meet, uh, make sure you do. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Going to be lots of fun things. Going to be a scavenger hunt. Uh, going to be a um, a, a live uh, or a, a silent auction. Uh, we're going to have a meet over at Trader Sam's. And, of course, we are going Yay. to have a, a live podcast recording on the top of the Grand Legacy. So that's going to be a good time. Uh, make sure you register before the end of the year because prices will go up. Uh, prices go up at, on January 1st. So make sure you register. It's just, it's just like D23. Sure now, just, just do it. Come on. Okay, so. Right, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, they, uh, Denise and Teresa ran a promotion, uh, to, to encourage people to register. And I have a major, let me just say thank you right now of that promotion, a familiar, yeah, a familiar name, uh, a familiar (gasps) name, uh, Brian Harkins won a $50 Ah, Disney gift card. So congratulations to Brian. Uh, so I guess uh, Brian and Frank will be at the Disney. So excellent. Nice. Yay. Um, yeah, uh, he posted that he was coming to it. So Very cool. Um, so you went out to, speaking of Dia de los Muertos, you, you checked out some Dia de los Muertos stuff at Olvera Street? Yeah, my girlfriend and I went to Olvera Street yesterday to get some taquitos from a, this great <laughs> taqueria called uh, Cielito Lindo. Oh, and hey. so 
when hey, we were over there. I know that place. My dad <laughs> has been going up to that place, and I don't know if anybody can hear me, but I'm going to talk. Since he yeah, came ahead. out on the train, when he was, was a $40 kid, like, in, in, like, in 1923? Like, no, 1934. No, he's been, <laughs> he's come, he went there from the 1950s. And he's still, even though he's a painter yeah. now, that's the one place he'll still pick the train to San Diego, get off, wow. the taquitos, and go home. I'm not joking. Yeah, they're, they're taquitos. Well, it, it says world famous on the sign, but they're taquitos. It's, it's yeah, the it's, the, it's the avocado sauce. Yeah. You guys already know how much I like avocado, right? So it's, it's really yummy. So we went there not realizing that they were celebrating Dia de los Muertos in Olvera Street. And it was, it was, very cool when when uh we walked all the stalls they sell i don't want to go into too much detail but they were doing face painting they had a real celebration and it's a ritual that um they had and it's from the um aztecs and some of the other tribes from the from the latin america from the as say from mexico and, and latin america um combined with the catholicism and so you have these dia de los muertos and it was really funny because I could really, I, I could, I kind of got choked up because I could really feel this pull because I, I'm part Mexican, as you guys know, and some of you know. And so I just felt really connected with the people there. It was, it was really cool, but they had people dressed up. They were, um, they were doing a, a cleansing. It was a Native American, but Mexican Native American cleansing of the people and they had this certain incense and then they had a procession that went down Olivera Street to the plaza and they had Aztec dancers at the plaza and then what they do is they have what's called a novena. Novena is a Catholic tradition where for nine nights you pray for somebody. Well, they also have this for Dia de los Muertos and each night they pick a different family and they commemorate their loved ones who have already passed on and they build these altars and if you've been to Frontierland at Disneyland and and you have the um the Parque del Zocalo, the Zocalo Park that they have over there. And right now they have the tribute to Dia de los Muertos with the big skeletons and and the altar or they call it ofrenda that they have to their loved one that has passed on. And then you'll notice if you, when you go there mm -hmm. that they have these big orange marigolds or golden marigolds. Um, and that's to bring back, that's to help the departed find their way back, um, because of the vibrant colors and the smell. And so it's, it's a tradition, it's a pre-Columbian tradition that was incorporated to the, to the Catholic tradition. So on November 1st is, uh, when they believe that the young children or the young people and unmarried people come back and visit. And the second is when the adults come back and visit. And for us Catholics, that's um, All all Souls Day is November 2nd. So for nine nights, they they pick a, fa a family who's connected to Olivera Street. They commemorate a loved one, like I said, and they put an altar on the plaza. So by November 2nd, there's going to be nine altars going around the plaza. So right now there are four, four altars. Um, so if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, you'll see the pictures that I put. They had... One was to Cesar Chavez and one was to Juan Gabriel, who's a famous, um, singer, um, that passed away pretty recently. And somewhere to one class, uh, school had put to the, our veterans who have, 
who um, have passed on through war with a thank you to our military. And there's some other ones. I was just really touched by by these offerings and I was touched by the people that were there and by the ceremony and everything. So I highly recommend um, when you come out here to Disneyland and you're looking for that six day adventure, mm-hmm. hit downtown uh, Los Angeles. They're going to have something. It's not going to be Dia de los Muertos, but they have something called Las Posadas um, or at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So Go down there and, and just see some of the traditions. And I think it's really cool that Disneyland celebrates these traditions that are important here in the Southland. Well, anyway, so I'm sorry, I just I went up, but it was just a cool experience. It's funny that you can to the FOB. Um, Mary Jo, what, what you're talking about is um, I'm appreciating more and more how California is unique based on all my travels. Because when we talk about how I'm working a lot in the South, Mm-hmm. And so when I talk to teachers about, oh, what we do for fourth grade history and missions, and we all have mission, you can go to Michael's and even buy a mission kit. Everybody's looking at me like, what are you talking about? That's the most foreign thing ever. But in California, that's normal because we're, a, mm-hmm. we have a totally different state history. And then I was even having the discussion about how the Civil War isn't as big of a deal to us because it's not, there's, right. no, there's nothing there, right? But the missions are the big thing. And so with the right. whole Dia de los Muertos and, the Mexico um, history that's intertwined. It's just interesting for people that are traveling out here for Disneyland. You should take advantage of it because I'm now appreciate just someone who's lived there. I'm now appreciating how unique it is and how you have all those opportunities like that. Yeah. And it might not be a familial or blood history, but it's a cultural mm-hmm. history that I think ties us Californians together. Yeah. You know, and how do, how do we get to Alvera street? So, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. There's <laughs> besides because you can take the five freeway if you if you're going to drive your car, but if you don't have a car, all you need to do is just hop on the Metro Rail, either the Anaheim or Fullerton stations, and it'll take you right to the Union Station. And Alvera Street is across the street. Okay, you can walk there from the Union Station. Why haven't and I done that? I I don't know. I, I my the, friend and I we, probably the we, same reason I haven't been to Tamashanter, I guess. Yeah, well, dude, we got to do that. (laughs) It's just people, I think, don't realize how many interesting things that there are to do here in Southern California. And and it's easy to get to. I I will say that driving around, I've we used to always say it took twenty minutes to get anywhere. Now I'm saying it takes forty minutes um, to get places and longer based on traffic these days. But it's worth it. My friend and I. this is Brenda that I always talk about that we do things together, but Brenda and I were talking about, we just have, you just have to adjust your timing yeah. on how you, on, you know, don't wait to the last minute, add that extra 10, 15 minutes to your travel time and just enjoy the experience. It's funny you say that. Just, just share my dad. I got him <laughs> Lakers tickets, right? I got my dad Lakers tickets for the opening game for his birthday. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, we're going to leave it. Whatever. I was like, Dad, you're going to rush hour San Diego and Los Angeles traffic. Like, I know on the map it says two hours. It's going to take you three and a half hours. And it did take them three and a half hours. And if I can't give one tip, it's go onto the internet on the computer because on the phone, unless you have Android, I don't think this feature is officially available on Google Maps. It will tell you when you leave at what time, how long it's going to take you. And what's amazing is how if you leave at one in the morning, it'll take you a half hour. If you leave at 
rush hour, it might take you two and a half to three hours. So use take right. advantage of that so you know, because that saved me a lot. Yeah, it's managing your expectations as far as travel and stuff. And, and I'm not going to go into detail today, but we also visited Science of Pixar at the Science Museum. That'll be my segment next week. And the cool thing I noticed is the Metro leaves you off right there at those museums. Nice. So more about that next week. Very cool. Any other housekeeping? Oh, I do. Good. Um, well, MouseCon is coming up. It is Sunday, November 6th. 2016. It's our Northern California Disneyana Fan Club Convention. It's the second annual one, don't you know? Are you are you doing a presentation? No, I am not. Although they still have some openings. Um, but you know what? I don't think I want to compete <laughs> with what's going on at some of these openings right, here. Yeah. So this is at the Crown Plaza. It is a new location, um, 45 John Glenn Drive in Concord, California. It's only two blocks from where it was last year. Uh, admission is $12, but um, buy your tickets in advance through PayPal on their website. We'll have a link in our show notes and you can save $2 and also not wait in the line. And if you do pay through PayPal, keep in mind your ticket is the PayPal receipt. So be sure you bring that with you. Uh, they've added more special guests. I mentioned um, before it was Karen Dottrice, who's a Disney legend. And of course, we know her best as, um, you know, Jane Banks in uh, Mary Poppins. But of course, she was in Three oh. Lives of Thomasina, which if you have not seen that, definitely see that film. The, the, really the, the, the concept of cat heaven is is worth the prizes of that film. And then uh, she was also Elizabeth in the um, Gnomobile, which is great. So anyway, um, I told you last week, Johnny Whitaker is in there. Um, a lot of folks of my generation know him as Jody in the TV show Family Affair, but he's been in other shows. Oh. And also he was in Walt Disney's The Biscuit Eater, Napoleon and Samantha, and The Snowball Express, amongst others. And of course, Mary Jo, he was in your favorite television show, Sid and Marty Croft's <laughs> Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Um, it was so real to me in those days. Yeah, just like HR Puff and stuff was for me. Um, <laughs> Pat McGreal, who uh, I, I talked about before, he is, uh, he's written a lot of superhero comic books and things like that, and also has been an artist for Disney. Bill Morrison, who was there last year, um, created a lot of your favorite poster art for um, Disney films. C. Andrew Nelson is there. He is the person who is most, um, he has played, he's portrayed Darth Vader more often than anyone else. And friend of the Diz, Russell Flores, who's my very first interview on this show. He will be there as well with, um, he is the author of two books, Seen Unseen Disneyland and more Seen Unseen Disneyland. And, if you saw, oh, and of course, um, Don Ballard, who we did a two-part interview here on the show on the history of Disneyland, uh, Disneyland Hotel is going to be there. Joshua Schaefer, who has uh, written a young man who's written a book, Discovering the Magic Kingdom. It's a it's a Disneyland vacation guide. He was there last year as well. Um, and then, but to me, the biggest, the biggest, you're not going to believe who they just added to this are you all sitting down all hanging on to your drinks yeah. there herbie the love bug is going to be <laughs> oh, 
that yeah. is so cool. I met him at the Walt Disney Family Museum. I have a photo of him um, and uh, with me. So anyway, uh, some of the talks that are scheduled. No, not the... Is it the one from Lights, Motors, Action? No, it's at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Oh, no, that one. No, that poor <laughs> okay. Herbie. No, what happened to him? No. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the exhibitor's room opens at 10 a.m., goes until 5. Uh, bring your checkbook. Not all the exhibitors have uh, the ability to accept your debit or credit card. I learned that last year. Um, a couple of some things that are going on is they're at 11 on the Stromboli stage. They have a big hero six character panel. Uh, this, this, the cosplayers were very uh, interesting, um, to look at. I, I, I am not entirely sure what the attraction of this was, but apparently it was big enough that they're doing it again. Um, there's going to be another presentation on the Tomorrowland Terrace stage. They are still getting information on that. At 12, Don Ballard is going to be doing a presentation, of course, on Disneyland and Disneyland Hotel. He has lots of never-before-seen stuff. He's also debuting two new DVDs, uh, The Jack Rather Story and from 1957, the success story, the Disneyland Hotel. And that features a full tour of the Disneyland Hotel when it was just two years old. At noon, Bill Morrison is doing a presentation painting movie posters for Disney. He's also worked for 26 years on The Simpsons. I'm sure he has good stories there. Um, at one o'clock, the other, the other presentation has not been announced. One o'clock, uh, Johnny Whitaker will be speaking. And, uh, and sadly, I, I, oh no, no, one o'clock is the other, is the other one. Um, yeah. So anyway, they, they, they're, they really need a better webmaster. At two o'clock is our own Russell Flores is going to be talking about the Disneyland is in the details. And, and unfortunately, at the same time as Karen Dottrice, uh, Q&A with Disney legend Karen Dottrice. But uh, if you saw her at D23 Expo, I think you will find Russell um, to be a really good alternative there. Um, three o'clock. Russell's oh, yeah, great. he is. He's really fascinating. Very entertaining. And, and a good. He's a, he's a friend of mine. So I'm a little biased. Um, anyway, three o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, Josh Schaefer. Uh, he's going to talk about discovering the magic. Uh, he's going to give insider information to the fun adventures of Disneyland. Uh, we'll see about that. And then, uh, and then at the same time, C. Andrew Nelson is going to be talking about from Disney to Lucas and back to Disney. He's worked as an animator, designer, and actor. He's working with Disney on a secret project. What do you think that could be? Considering he has portrayed Darth Vader longer than any other actor. What could that be? <laughs> I don't know. And then at four is the second annual Mouse Con um, costume contest. And the costumes were pretty impressive last year. Uh, really creative. I'll try to get more photos of those this time. And they have a lot of prizes on there and, um, and things like that. There's going to be another little Disney mini museum and, uh, and stuff. So this is definitely, I had a lot of fun at it last year. This is definitely worth going. I saw a lot of Dizzers there. So, um, Carol and I plan to be there and hopefully I will get home in time, um, for the show <laughs> so that I can tell you all about it. Oh, and, and my Excellent. other rapid fire, a few people have written me about their interest in Escape Folsom. That is an escape room that's opening up uh, in, uh, Folsom, California, Northern California in, uh, 
in the spring of 2017, I'm trying to get together a group of Dizzers. Maybe we can somehow turn it into a Give Kids the World uh, fundraiser. There's also a restaurant and a bar attached to it. So it, uh, please, if you if you tell me on social media, I, 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 I'm not going to remember it. If you could email me at michael at wdwinfo.com and then I have your email address. And then as we get closer and it's closer to opening and all that, maybe we can figure something out. And, um, but I think this will be fun. And, um, because I've always wanted to experience one of these rooms. So I sort of did at Knott's Berry Farm, um, one time. I think that was, that maze was sort of an escape room. And, uh, and it'll be a fun way for Dizzers in Northern California to get together and do something for Give Kids the World. So just write me, Michael at wdwinfo.com. And I do have the names of everybody who's already written me. Okay, cool. Any other housekeeping? Can I tell you how scared I, just... I was about housekeeping? So I've, we've been having internet issues. I'm now on my phone. I can hear everything. And then I hear Michael say, and my rapid fire, he accidentally misspoke. It's a rapid fire. I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh, I'm like, sorry. Did I miss three hours? Wait, I missed all... No. Oh, my gosh. Like, I know I wasn't hearing everything. But so, yeah. It was just funny. That's all. So, you're, you're great, my, Major you had Michael. I'm just being silly. Major, you had something? Uh, just a real quick one. I read on the boards that the carousel is now closed. Carousel in. The carousel oh, in. I'm sorry. That's yeah. a big difference. Not the carousel. The carousel in. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Punctuation and finishing <laughs> words. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it closed on October 18th. So, you know, another step closer to that pedestrian walkway and all that other mm-hmm. stuff that's going to happen. Um, also read on social media that they are not no longer publishing the Buena Vista Bugle. Did we know that? I did not. I was wondering how long it was going to last. Right, lasted quite a while. It, a couple. Of it years, lasted right? about. Yeah. It lasted about two years longer than I thought it would. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's too bad. <laughs> it it was it was nice. I found it yeah. interesting yeah. too. Yeah. I have a, a copy from the an, the anniversary for um, California Adventure, so it would be nice if they would at least bring it back for a significant date. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. But Disneyland had a newspaper to start out with, and you know they discontinued that after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have one? You had one more, right, Mary Jo? Um, no, it can you? wait. Okay. Cool. X X. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right time for the news tony is for those listening live tony will be a, a little bit soft but if you're listening on itunes you should be fine tony oh wow a little bit soft i don't know if i like that i feel like yeah. I, I mean first nancy says her really mean comment to michael and then you talk about me being soft anyways your sound it's a tough sound, crowd sound, tony yeah. it's the it's it's the quiet storm with tony yeah so okay <laughs> The Fullerton Police Chief is heading to Disney. We're gonna have a new we like we're all members, you know. But we're gonna have a right, yes. yeah, we're gonna have a new um head of security. Police Chief Dan Hughes emphasized community policing and helped bring a calmness to the city in the wake of a controversial Kelly Thomas um death, which I'm not gonna get into, but you guys can Google it and learn all about that. Is leaving Fullerton after thirty three years to become the vice president of security and emergency services for Disneyland Resort. He's starting on November 14th. His last day is November 11th. He said he's worked in the Fullerton Police Department his entire life. 
It's difficult coming to grips with not being a police officer anymore, but I'm committed to doing my very best so that Disney continues to be a safe place. Hughes 51 was born in Fullerton, and for those of you who don't know, it's a neighboring town to Anaheim. He, uh, let's see, I want to get into the Thomas story. Um, he brought a level of professionalism and passion and reform to the department. City manager Joe Fell said in a statement, he was the right man for the job. His legacy will extend for decades. As the Anaheim Disney and Resort's top of security official, Hughes will lead a large team that includes Disney Fire Department and Medical Service Divi- Division. Disney spokeswoman <laughs> said, Disney does not discuss the specific specifics of its security. It does have a mix of visible and secret security measures, including canine units and bag searches when entering Disneyland or Disney California Adventure. In 2015, Disney began randomly selecting guests for medical, medical, sorry, metal detector screenings. He's still waiting to see what his role will be. Hugh said, I do understand what a responsibility it is to work with such an iconic company. I have a question. Have we always had former like, police chiefs? I don't think... Well, I don't know that they've ever put out press releases of, about hiring someone in in that particular role. I know, so that's kind of my question. Like, is that because we have to get more serious about security? Or is it just... That I'm, it just I'm, yeah. That was my thought, that they're just sort of letting it be known that, you know, they have a top-notch mm, security us, team. Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of the people on their security team, folks don't know, they they are also police officers. And they do this as, uh-huh. like, their second yeah. job. So they're very, very skilled. Okay. Our next story is the new shops that are announced for Downtown Disney. They're now official, if we haven't already known, on the interwebs. And we didn't know them. We didn't. Okay, I don't know. I, no. I was gone last week. I've, I've been on. I don't know. I, for all I know, you there was a big announcement. There's a fourth park coming after a third one, and I didn't. I miss a week, and then. And all of a sudden, Disneyland's moving to San Diego. No, I'd have probably known that one. That would excite me. Sorry. You're so silly. Okay, so the space occupied by Quicksilver and Downtown Disney will soon be filled. The Disneyland Resort announced that two new shops will fill the space. Pandora, a jewelry shop, praise the Lord, and Sammy Duvall's Curl Surf. That was, that was facetious. Um, a shop specializing in items related to the surf lifestyle, including fashions, sunglasses, and more. Because that went over so well for Quicksilver. Well, and then once the vote passes for legalizing, you know, other things, I think with the surf culture, we can just throw that in. No, I'll just leave that at that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They will be located between the Jamba Juice and Sunglass Icon shops. Interesting. Quicksilver filed for bankruptcy protection in 2015, and its shop in downtown Disney was closed earlier this year. And earlier this year, the resort announced that a Sprinkles Cupcake shop would, op- shop would open and the space occupied by something silver. They're all expected to open before the end of 2016. Question, sunglass icon shop right next to a place that has more sunglasses? Yeah, they don't have that. They have one rack of sunglasses probably at the new shop. Oh, okay. It's just, I mean, it's 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 it sounds like it's just going to be a, another version of Quicksilver, right? That's what I that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. And those places do well when people except, come visit California. Half the, half the size. Yeah. Yeah. The jewelry shop, but I'm not a girl, so. Um, now, the, there was a question on, on the Parks blog, what was going to happen to the current Pandora store in um, 
New Disneyland? Orleans, yeah, New in, Orleans Square. So I don't know if if oh, the resort can sustain both. Okay. Yeah, because oh, heck, yeah. because then people don't have to enter the park to purchase Pandora. Yeah, yeah. They can go, oh, yeah, I forgot to get that. Oh, look, it's just right here. Hmm. Sure. And and I know from personal, not from me, but from a <laughs> Diz friend, personal experience that those people love their Pandora yep. charms. Yeah. But at Disneyland? But they are cute. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes, because they yeah. have Disneyland exclusive Pandora charms. Mm-hmm. They're really, really cute. Nancy, didn't you get some, too? Yeah, I have Carol? a few. Carol has yeah. a lot. They're really, and really cute. Need is Carol, touch. Carol will tell me which ones she wants next. And then when we take our granddaughter there, I say, let's pick out a gift for grandma. And then I'll say, you know, I think grandma would like, I think, these three. And Carol's already pre-selected them. So what? But what do you think? Which do you think she'd like the best? And and then we go from there. Nice. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Grandpa breaks out his check. That's right. <laughs> Grandpa needs a, you know, there's things called debit cards, Grandpa. You don't That's actually what Grandpa uses. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'll, we're going, Jer- like, I'll, why did all of a sudden, why are we ripping on Michael's A, throwing Geritol and checkbooks? At least you didn't say he got out a dime. You're saying, oh, I'm well, trying thank to. You, I, Tony. No, no, I'm trying to defend you. I don't, I'm trying to. I'm You're just doing hard, a horrible Michael. job at it, but I'm just saying with what Nancy oh. said and then Tom with a checkbook and the paper quill, I just don't think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know what? So just so you know, because now that I, you know, whenever I do my presentations, I can, I used to be young, right? As a, as a trainer, as a teacher. And so my, my Fonz reference goes over a lot worse than it used to. So you know you're getting old when you can't refer to the fawns and it just kind of looks at you like oh, what okay. you're talking about. So it's right. it's it's all relative. No one knows who the fawns is anymore. That's sad. Any other news? Oh no. Hey. Yeah, no, that's it. Alright, cool. Uh the chalk walk was this weekend though. Uh that raised what three million dollars? Wow. Um for the children's hospital, um, I saw some cool pictures of of the the walk going through Disneyland, and almost almost looks like a better opportunity than one of the Run Disney events. Well, yeah, because it's a walk <laughs> and not a run. It's a walk, right? And probably less expensive. Yeah, and also, so that might. I think you're right because when people are running, they usually want to do a best time, so they never. Yeah. Stop to look. And here you can really do yeah. that stop to look. So. Yeah. Now that you guys are talking about the walks, I, I have to, um, say one of my favorite costumes. It was kind of scary. Uh, was from a mutual friend of ours, Adrian, um, who's on another website, Disney website. And she went as the 16 minute mile walker. So what happens is there's a person who's walking 16 minutes a mile, right? And if they pass you, they sweep you and you don't finish the race. And she was dressed as that with the balloons and the 16. It was so yeah, funny. funny. I thought you were going to say she was dressed as Nancy yeah. Sinatra. It's all made there, 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 someone got it. That would be someone pretty cool. got it. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Thank so you. they could wear go-go boots, Michael, with the 16-mile walker thing. Oh, that's great. I hope they were white ones. Sign. Yeah. <laughs> and she walked with a jerk as she danced. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Time for rapid fire. I will go first. Um, there is a new discount out. Um, you can save up to 25%. On premium rooms at either the Grand Californian or the Disneyland Hotel, um, and or uh, 10% at the Paradise Pier. Uh, this is good early 2017. Uh, this is Sunday through Thursday nights from January 8th through April 20th. So good, good selection of dates there. Um, you need to book this before March 9th. So you have a little bit of time, but uh, the Best dates, of course, will sell out, so get hold of your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent or head to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com uh, to check out. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, 20, there's, I think right now there's a 20% one going on, but this is a little later, and it's 25%. Uh, great opportunity to stay in a nice room, like at the Disneyland Hotel, for a discount, which doesn't happen often. Uh, Mary Jo? So this November, they're having some new merchandise as they usually do at the Wonderground Gallery at Downtown Disney. So their featured artist this month is Joey Chow. Um, he'll be there on the weekends, November 4th through the 5th, the 11th through 12th, and he'll also be there on November 27th from 7 to 10 p.m. His artwork tends to be kind of, it reminds me a lot of uh, Mary Blair's It's a Small World. And he has a lot of really cool artwork. Well, that would make November- sense since uh, he did that book on It's a Small World. Since he did what? He did a book on It's a Small oh, World. Oh, and that, that makes a lot of sense. And one of the pictures that he has that I think is really cool, it's the poison apple coming out of the green goopy stuff. And... I think right now, if you get your picture at Disneyland, they have some of the PhotoPass pictures where you're pulling up a poison apple from a cauldron mm-hmm. of boiling. It'd be kind of cool to take that picture and then to get his picture and have them side by side on a wall. Anyway, he has some really cool, cool art. And then November 5th, they're also going to have, um, besides Joey Chow, they're going to have Kristen Tursek. And Greg Vistainer, they'll be there from 7 to 10 p.m. autographing their pictures. November 5th through 6th, you're also going to have um, Kristen Tursek will be there from 2 to 5 p.m. And November 19th, you're going to have, um, they're going to have an artist showcase celebrating Disney's Moana. And the artist Griselda Sastronata, sure. she'll be there to sign. <laughs> she, But she's DreamWorks, so that's oh. really interesting that they're having her there. Because she uh, worked on Shrek and some of the other artwork for DreamWorks. But she'll be there to sign artwork from 4 to 6 p.m. So be sure to visit the Wonderground Gallery when you're over there. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. Michael. Well, start of a new month in a couple of days means new activities at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Uh, of course, the exhibit uh, Wish Upon a Star, The Art of Pinocchio, is continuing, and that is definitely worth seeing. Uh, the films of the month, Pinocchio and The Great Locomotive Chase. You'll hear Craig and I talk about that film in the October's Connecting with Walt podcast. 
when we talk about Marceline. Uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum is going to roll out its holiday presentations, but they are adding a whole lot more to their usual holiday fare. And this sounds really cool. And they say it's going to be a new holiday tradition. It's now called Home for the Holidays at Carolwood. And it's going to, what it's going to have is an immersive, um, seasonal installation and it's going to celebrate Walt's family and Walt's love of trains. And it's going to start November 17th and go through January 9th. And it's, they're going to have an elaborate three dimensional model of the Disney family home on Carolwood Drive in Holmby Hills. And it's going to include Walt's personal steam locomotive, the Lily Bell, and it's going to be chugging along his Carolwood Pacific Fairweather route. So if you've ever wanted to see how Walt sort of fit that all in around and under um, Lillian's um, flower beds. Here's your chance to get a bird's eye view of that. Uh, also to experience the holiday season, um, like the Disney family, they're going to have images of the Christmas cards that Walt and Lillian sent. Also, uh, they're going to have uh, cards that were sent by the Walt Disney Company and the Disney artists. Um, all these cards were always drawn by Disney artists. Last year, I think it was last year, year before, they had some that were drawn by Ward Kimball, and they've had some that were done by, um, oh, uh, other Disney artists and animators all along the way. They have them up there from time to time, and, and they're really good. Oh, they had Mark and Mark Davis's cards up a while back uh anyway so those are cool they're also going to have personal snapshots of walt and his family um from the holiday time there's also going to they're going to have animation art and ephemera uh, of disney characters um during the holiday season along with all of this they're going to have this is worth going to the museum to see is is the film uh, Christmas with Walt Disney, and it was made for the Walt Disney Family Museum, uh, and it's narrated by uh, Diane Disney Miller, and it's all their private home movies from the holiday time that, that, that have been put together in a film. It's really nice and very touching. So definitely, if you can get to the Walt Disney Family Museum during the holidays, um, you know, check this out. Uh, they have They have some animation classes continuing in november uh november 5th for this is for both adults 10 30 a.m to noon and for youth 1 to 2 30 you can learn about straight ahead and pose to pose animation apparently these are two techniques that are used in sort of special effects in 2d animation so uh so you can learn a lot more about that um and then on saturday november 19th they're doing natural arcs in movement for adults um, at 1030 to noon. And then the youth version of this program is 1 to 230. And this seems to be more about um, human and animal movement and how to um, animate that. Then on Saturday, November 26th, um, those of you who perhaps go to Walt's barn regularly, you may have met Lowell Smith. He does, uh, he makes miniature, um, trains and he has been making a series of trains a new car every year for the walt disney family museum and these uh these have become some really nice collectible items he's even done the lily bell a model of the locomotive and caboose and, and things like that so he so he does this annually so saturday november 26th he is doing his train release it's the seventh box car 
in the Walt Disney Family Museum's Holiday Train Series. So he will be there to um, sign his boxcar and new locomotive. And there are going to be two sessions, um, 10 a.m. and 12 noon and 2 to 4 p.m. This is in a gift shop. So it's not going to, so you don't need admission or anything like that. And just a reminder that the museum will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. So if you want to learn more about these exhibits, you know, the spotlight talks are going on, or you want to learn more about any of the events going on at the museum, we will have a link in our show notes to their website. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Okay. So our favorite little science museum close to Disneyland, the Discovery Cube, has a couple things going on. Um, just to mention, if you're a, a Nickelodeon fan, they have their um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Secrets of the Sewer exhibit, <laughs> which is to teach family teamwork, problem solving, um, work your way through puzzles, mazes, and obstacles while you, you know, learn about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and learn crime fighting. Um, they have a couple different rooms. You can uh, solve electrical circuit problems, hone your reflexes, and navigate through a rope maze in the city streets of New York while trying to stop Shredder and his foot clan. If you know about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that'll make sense. Yeah. And and you know they're actually thirty-two years old this year. Teenage that Mutant sounds Ninja right. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Our son loves yeah. those critters. I know. It's kind of one of those things. But that is not the reason I have gone to the Discovery Cube website. Um, for those of you around the Disneyland area next or this coming Saturday, November 5th, um, well, guess what? If you go to discoverycube.org and you go to their events, upcoming events, and you click on Pumpkin Launch, <laughs> you can go to nearby Cal State University Fullerton, which is just another five minutes down the road from Disneyland. And you can be a part of a pumpkin chucking event. Woo! <laughs> who doesn't love trebuchets and pumpkins? Yes. So um, bring your lawn chairs or blankets or whatever and witness history. It's a free event to see teams compete, to see who can launch pumpkins at targets using tre giant trebuchets and other advice. Kids can participate on hands-on exhibits throughout the day. Looks like they have some exhibits on trebuchet science. Um, they... Um, also, we'll have um, a whole bunch of uh, gourmet food trucks. The Discovery Cube's really big on, you know, having them come to special events and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's a big, giant competition. Looks like a ton of fun. So, um, you can register to attend at, uh, at their website. So, how, I mean, who, has anybody actually been to a pumpkin chucking event? No, we do a lot of refer to that a lot during our um, STEM trainings, like in our like, discovery education and stuff. So I know it's a big deal, but I never got to see it. We have a video, oh, but I never got to be there live. So it's really exciting. So much. And I think so we have a new fun. word because I think Mary Jo will say guacamole from now on. And now I think the <laughs> word needs to be trebuchet. I can't even say it. Say it. Come on, Nancy. Trebuchet. Thank you. Makes me happy. 
It's a we just course. need to have no. we just need to have them at Cafe Orleans, don't we, Tony? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, and you know what? And we need Andrew Sutton to make it. That would be perfect. <laughs> Smoochy, smoochy, smoochy. Yeah, and, and we right, know where. Too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony, we, we probably should have let you go first because that would have been a good segue from what we were talking about before rapid fire. Yes, except that I realized as I was cleaning up everything, I deleted it. So there's a new, um, as we stall, just keep saying trebuchet. Yes. Yeah, I was all proud of myself. I'm done with my news. <laughs> I deleted the news, and then I just deleted my. You did very good, well, Tony. Tony I'm surprised good. you didn't bring up our big news. I, uh, of course, we're still in the, the preliminary discussion stages, but oh, finally, your revolution? favorite, your yes, your favorite okay. band is reuniting ABBA. Because I, I know how <laughs> often you sing Dancing yeah. Queen when you're alone. Yeah, it's my, well, of yeah. course, the opening act where, you know, Global Hygiene Revolution, of course, is uh-huh. in discussions to open for them. More on that later. Yeah, and I'm really, I, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited. It's, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. And Tom, of course, is just drugged out in the corner as usual. So, <laughs> Okay, so there is a new... Avengers Marathon. I'll be out in the parking. Yeah. I'll be out in the parking lot selling yeah. knockoff T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, to your own band. Exactly. That's the problem. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a new course in the superheroes half marathon. Now that my slow internet is re reloading, I was trying okay, to give so you a little time there. <laughs> I know, and I'm just so bad. One of my biggest flaws. I've got many. But is that I just tell when I'm making a mistake, I just let everybody know instead of trying to hide it. So anyways, so here's what you could do. You can see the sunrise over Cars Land, a breathtaking view that transports you to the heart of Radiator Springs. This is the new course in the Superheroes Half Marathon. You can also put your superhero skills to the test with a fun loop around Paradise Bay with the world of color fountains dancing in the background. You can go through Grizzly Park and stroll down Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood Land. Man, it's been a long time because the last time I ran, I don't think all this was finished. Um, and at Disneyland Park, you're going to go through Sleeping Beauty Castle for the first time. Runners will also chart a path for Tomorrowland before navigating toward It's a Small World. Then you hit the streets of Anaheim to experience an all-new city course, which I'm hoping is better because sometimes after you see all the fun stuff, you get thrown out into the industrial part. That includes runs through Angel Stadium. That's the same, but I, there you're taking a different route. But you'll get a quick peek backstage to get a glimpse of where the Disney magic happens. That's the same. Superheroes will also be out in force to cheer runners on along the 13.1-mile course. And so with that, that's basically it. Yeah, I could talk to you about the pasta party and all that other stuff. I think whenever I see pasta party, I think of the Michael Scott episode of The Office when he's carbo loading with like the Alfredo for his fun run, because I always thought that was a funny thing. New new location for the pasta party. Today. Oh yes, thank you. God, you're so good. You, that's why you're you're Fred de Cordova. I can't say his name right. Yes, there is a <laughs> new um, location. The let's see. So it includes a special viewing of Marvel Studios Doctor Strange at the Downtown Disney District for the delicious buffet, pasta buffet dinner, which will be held at. According to crack reporter Tom Bell, the Disneyland Hotel <laughs> for the first time. So it's usually in the parks, right? Yeah, didn't it used to be back? But the, I remember the last time I ran, that was like iPhone three. So um, 
this part in the part that doesn't. Like yeah, I think that's where it was, wasn't it? Wasn't it where like they had the the um yeah. Big Thunder Ranch barbecue or whatever? Right. Yeah. Well, no, the House of Tomorrow. That's the the last time I ran was the House of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's oh where it was. It's been that long. So nice. The House of the Future. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. you got the. Yes, I got you got it. It's been so long he forgot the name yeah, of it. Yeah, I know. It's been, it's been so long. Well, I mean, I was running, and then Walt gave me a high five, and it was that long ago that last time I ran. So anyways. But that's the new course. I'm excited to see it. I don't think I'll be running, but it's, I'm, 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 I'm more actually curious about, and I, you know, and Tom knows that I can't read maps. So um, I'm looking at the map. It's nice that they're doing more of the Disney, um, the California Adventure. I'm actually more interested to see what you're doing in the streets of Anaheim. Cause that is a really boring part of the run. And so I'm interested to see, they, they do, they are taking you around the convention center this time, which used to never go over to that direction. It's more of the area around underneath interstate five that I remember being brutally boring. And so like you went next to Gnaw lumber and all these other, like just places so um, I'm uh, hopefully there's less, and it looks like there's a lot more Disneyland running, if you will. As I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot more, like they're curving you around, so you get a lot more, which is good considering you pay half a million dollars to run in the race. So, right. <laughs> so there you go. Very cool. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, we have a little bit of time left. Uh, got a listener question on uh, our Facebook page. This is from Elizabeth. Take notes. Okay, so her and her sons are going to Disneyland December 16th through the 20th. So five days. Okay. Uh, which is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, just for reference. They are purchasing intentionally one day, one park, or they're, pre- uh, they're purchasing one, one park per day passes. Um, which days would be best for Disneyland and which would be best for California Adventure? Mm. So five days. I'm assuming we would say three and two, right? Mm-hmm. Three days for Disneyland, two days for California Adventure. Oh, yeah. So it's over the, I would say that. Uh, over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What would you do, Mary Jo? I would, the day that um, the hotel guests go into Disneyland early. I would go to California mm-hmm. Adventure. So f- well, regardless, my first day I would do Disneyland. Period. Mm-hmm. Friday, which is a Friday, which is a California yep. Adventure early. So yeah, you're good. Okay, so that so that works mm-hmm. out. And then I would do the opposite. Whatever, whatever has early entry for the Disney <coughs> hotels, mm-hmm. I would go to the other park. Let's see. Which used to not be a strategy mm-hmm. that I cared about, but. It just always seems to be pretty busy. And so I think that that works because you could do Disneyland on Friday, Sunday, and Monday, and California Adventure on Saturday and Tuesday. Yeah, works out perfectly. And, and I'm sure that that the rest of the team has their their um, druthers also. But the reason why is is because I <coughs> once in the park, I think. Um, they would have an advantage to getting those fast pass, uh-huh. and so I'd want to get there so I could get my fast pass. Uh, Michael, what do you think? I, I agree with you guys. I mean, I I think there's more to do, especially at holiday time, 
at uh, at Disneyland. D- there's just a few things you know don't miss over in um, California Adventure. Right. You know the for the holiday time like World of Color, you want to sit aside, of course, one time to see that, and right. uh, and be sure you see the Viva Navidad. Is that 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 will be happening there, uh, yeah. right? And yeah. and the and the little food and wine yeah. thing that they're going to be doing over there. And yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I think. You're going to end up spending most of your time at Disneyland, and we used to we used to you know base the days on the nighttime entertainment. You know, you had to have more days at Disneyland because you had to see the see Fantasmic and the fireworks. And right now, Fantasmic's not there, so it's not as crucial. Except you want to see the fireworks and paint the night, mm-hmm. but you could technically see those in on the same night, right? Exactly. Especially if you're positioned in the right spot. You can right, watch right. one and turn around and just see the other. Yeah. No, I are they doing I mean, pro- no. are they doing yeah. projections on Small World this year, do we know? For the holidays? I don't know. I don't know. I hope they do. Hope Those are worth so. seeing. No, I I I haven't seen them in a couple of years. I yeah. think what um Mary Jo says, the whole idea of using it, seeing where all the hotel guests are going and then doing the opposite that's right. that's a walt disney world strategy yes also, mm-hmm. yeah we always use that strategy yeah. yeah nancy what do you think i agree with mary joe <laughs> on uh on um going into disneyland first mm-hmm. i would definitely do um dca on saturday mm-hmm. because of Unless it's a weekend, you know, most passes are going to be that, locked out. That was the other thing I was thinking is looking at the pa- the the web pass. Yeah, look at the pass count. But I think the That's same. The biggest thing Sunday did actually Disneyland would be pretty pretty busy on a Sunday because the uh, less passes, passes are blocked out on Sunday. Yeah. So maybe Disneyland would be better on Saturday. Um, I would definitely look at your pass calendar. The just the pass calendar for the annual passes and, but keep, and use that too. Keep in mind with the early entry thing, um, on Saturday and Tuesday, anyone who you, you, hotel guests and those who have the special passes can get into Disneyland. Whereas on Friday, Sunday, and Monday, it's just hotel guests that get in early to California yeah. Adventure. So, hope that helps, Elizabeth. I'm I'm more confused than ever. <laughs> Doesn't take much though. All right, for those of you You oh, said it we didn't. Yeah, no. For those of you <laughs> listening live stick around, Tony's going to talk about food some more. That's going to do it for this segment <laughs> of the Design Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Pub podcasts this week, and of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. 